podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Weber, and I am joined by Andy Gramuga, Colin Ashley, Emilio Diaz. Wonderful. Today, we're going to be finishing off our trilogy of episodes on the 2009 Cannes Film Festival with our jury deliberations for the director's fortnight section, or rather, our selection from that section. Before that, do we have any news? It feels like there's kind of been vague news that was basically just, like, stuff we already knew this week. Um, there's been, uh... Did we, the last time we recorded was the trailer out for the Spike Lee movie? I don't think so. I I don't know because I've not watched it because I figure I'm going to watch the movie in like three weeks. Sure. Uh, that came out. Uh, also mentioned in our one of our early episodes of uh, Most Anticipated Movie, Tenet, uh, they had another trailer come out. Yeah. I think we talked last week about Kate Blanchett picking up some projects. I'm yeah. hearing whispers that she is also in going to be in the next Pedro Almodovar movie. Yes, yeah, that was that was in the last couple of days. Uh, the YouTube We Are One Festival, which is starting, I believe, a week from today has announced nothing since the initial announcement on April 27th that it was going to happen. The Maryland Film Festival, one of my local festivals, is going to be happening virtually in a few weeks. I believe the dates are June 12th through 21st. I don't know what access is going to be like. It's possible that just anyone can go to it in which case uh it's a pretty good festival they are announcing the lineup early next week so we will not talk about that on our next episode because we've already recorded our next episode yeah uh um, but yeah we'll be probably bringing you some episodes possibly in the form of semi-daily uh, dispatches. Uh, we to talk. I think we briefly mentioned it as something that would have happened in between uh, our last episode and this episode, but we did do our Under the Silver Lake live tweet. Yep. Um, which varying levels of uh, success, I guess. I would say a rousing success. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we, uh, we definitely uh, killed the ran the gamut of opinions on that movie at least. Sure. All that I think uh, at least one tweet from each of our threads are on our Twitter, which we'll plug at the end, obviously. Um, and there, I guess, like there is the unfortunate news that is like tied into what we are covering. Right. So should we do that now or as we get to it? Uh, yeah, we should just say now that uh lynn shelton director of hump day as well as uh your sister's sister and uh last year's sort of trust passed away within the last week uh we're we're going to be talking about hump day today 
Uh, but I don't know. I, I think she was a really excellent director. I think a lot about uh, how improv improvisation works on screen, and I think she was at the top of the field in that. Yeah, it's a uh, quite unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, she she definitely felt like someone who like had a lot of places to go going forward. Yeah, you know, she was she was quite prolific on television and worked on a lot of like the best TV shows uh, of the last decade, uh, and um, and 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 also had this like really unique um, sort of niche in the film world, and it's really just a tremendous loss. Yeah, I, I mentioned, I think, somewhere that uh, with Middle Ditch and Schwartz having just come out, I would have loved to have seen her direct uh, a comedy special of that style of just long-form improv. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <sighs> Alright, are we ready to get started deliberating? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we let's. How about we uh, give the palm door to Tetro? Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like the fifth best movie in this slate. Is there no desire Absolutely to like? Absolutely not. Is there no desire to like set up the movies and <laughs> what we're doing? Or are we just gonna start? Oh uh, yeah, I mean we've done it twice before, but if the first one of these that you're listening to uh we're gonna award all of the awards that are given to the uh usually all of these awards are only given to the uh official the uh official competition for can uh which is the palme d'or the grand prix the jury prize best actor best actress and best screenplay and, yeah. Oh, and best director. director. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, some of those prizes are also given out in a certain regard in director's fortnight. But we're just doing all of those prizes for every section. There's some slightly arcane rules. You can only give one tie. Each movie can only win one award, with the exception. Of one movie can be given both an acting award and either screenplay or the jury prize. Yeah, and I don't know, I've got the list of movies <laughs> pulled up. This is, I don't have it pulled up, but I can have it pulled up in a second. Oh, I've got it, yeah. Great, you want to just read them? This is the movies from that we picked from the 2009 Cannes Director's Fortnite, which Director's Fortnite, of course, is unlike On Certain Regard, which is a sidebar that is run by the official Cannes Film Festival. Uh, Director's Fortnite is uh, happens at the same time, but is run autonomously. Um, so the movies that we have on our uh, list to be covered are Daddy Longlegs, uh, the Josh and Benny Safdie movie, um, I Killed My Mother, the Xavier Dolan movie, uh, I Love You, Philip Morris, which is the uh, Fakara and Requa, I think is how you pronounce their name, um, yeah. their movie, 
Then uh, Hump Day, uh, Lynn Shelton, which we mentioned. Uh, here, which I don't have uh, the director's name right now. Uh, uh, Ho- Ho- it's Hotsunian. Yes, right, sorry. Um, like You Know It All by Hong Sang Soo. Uh, Navidad by Sebastian Lelio. Uh, Polytechnique by Denis Villeneuve. And Tetro by FFC Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so before we uh, did the stuff that we should have done, I propose that the Palme d'Or go to the just-mentioned Tetro, and uh, Andy gave me a little bit of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I, I guess I felt like Tetro was, like, a little bit uh, flat in terms of, like, it its story. Um, I don't think there was, like, a ton there that I was super excited to dig into. I thought it was it was fairly well, like, shot and made, but I was not super, like, engaged in, in, the, in the story of that movie. That describes, like, five or six of the movies that we're going to talk about. Uh, Tetro is one of the few that it does not describe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, yes, I agree with Jesse. Tetro is incredible. Oh, boy. <laughs> how how do you think it's flat? That's the yeah. Thing I I, I so don't like... understand that when we've watched some of these other movies that this is the one you're calling flat. How can a Vincent Gallo performance be flat? Oh, he's so good. He is. Andy, if you say one negative word about Vincent Gallo, I, I don't know. I guess I preferred Alden, but um, what? I mean, he's great too. Yeah. I mean, he's very good, but he's no Vincent, Vincent Gallo is a force of nature in that movie. I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. The, the I think I don't know that that performance was maybe a little one note for me. Um, what? In the world, are you talking about? <laughs> One note. <laughs> what a, that's insane. Just, the note. Vincent Gallo is uh, tinkling the ivories, yeah. all playing all eighty-eight keys. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just it didn't speak to me very much. I'm sorry. Um, I guess yeah. My 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 pick for the palm would be here, um, that which I think is uh, so fascinating. Uh, it, it, that's a story where I was like very into f- figuring out what was going on. Um, the the way that the the information was revealed was was I was super engaged with. I thought the the work that they were doing in that movie with the the recreations that, that that they were doing as like the therapy because it's like it's set on like a in a, a, a mental institution uh, and there it's a bunch of people who have undergone like trauma and and have to be like that have been committed basically and their like main form of therapy is they they create videos of their of like the moments in their lives that like were the turning point and like often like act out like a different way that it could go and they have like all this this they they contribute to the editing and stuff uh yeah that that sort of idea i thought was just so interesting and i thought it was used very well uh in here as like a, well this is like the you know the potential of of this sort of a therapy and this is like where maybe the limitations are i was i was just so beguiled by that movie that i would like to at least consider it for the poem uh i 
think that unfortunately it is what you just said it was, but it is the most boring version of what you just said it was, which it's not terrible, it's just like that's the one, and like I agree that like it's a really fascinating concept with the kind of video cure therapy uh, but it just like it it's kind of mentioned at the beginning and then doesn't really come back until it's like halfway over there's just like a bunch of uh, you meet this patient that you'd never see again It it's so slow uh, not... I'm not opposed to giving it a major award because I think it is interesting but Well, yeah. it depends on what we consider a major award. <laughs> I mean, not the Paul. It's not. Well, yeah, no. the, I, I don't want to give it the Palm. I agree on that front. I think I'm somewhere in the middle of you two where I think, like, it is interesting and sort of uh, does, like, make that, um, make good on its premise. It's, like, an interesting movie, like, not just in concept for me, but I do think it is surprisingly boring for like how slight it is and there just was like not a uh not enough there just like that's crazy i was totally engaged the whole time it's only an hour and 26 minutes long and i it, just thought the style and like the the sort of like the way that we meet all these characters where you like see them signing release it like i was just so into like all the like little yeah the, i like the in, the sort of uh like the framing of like the signing of the releases and uh, the character, there's like the lead character who doesn't speak uh, and only communicates through these written notes. And I thought right. that was like, again, like interesting in the movie, but it's 80 minutes and I was struggling with it. Whereas Tetro is like a little over two hours. Right. And, and it feels it, man. Popping the whole time <laughs> does not feel two hours mm -hmm. at all. <laughs> Yep. I think it definitely feels two hours. Um, Another movie that's two hours that doesn't feel two hours. Hong Sing Su's Like You Know It All. Oh, boy. That is a good movie that does feel two hours long. It works well in that it splits up its two hours as, like, very yeah. distinct pieces. That it's like... I like that movie. That's a good movie. I... I'd be happy, again... That's a movie that, rather than, like, I would begrudgingly give it a major prize, I'd be very happy to give that a major prize. I was also not into that one. I felt like the acting was bad. I Probably just... my second favorite movie in here. I Yeah, I mean, I guess I prefer Tetro to, like, You Know It All. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, like, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like the, any of those characters really popped in, like, You Know It All. Wow. Yeah, I can see that with the main characters. Just a li it's a little bit, uh, ha, this guy's a real piece of work. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, all the, I, I, just, I think, yeah, I guess I, if this is only the second Hong Sang-soo movie I've seen. It feels like he just films like the first run-throughs of everything and like wow. it's like that's fine like i don't know like it doesn't feel like there's much going on like he's like i i don't know i just get the sense that they're like 
that it's like, you know, sort of a, maybe a Clint Eastwood style, like hey, one or two takes and that's fine. And then like, we'll move on and I have what I need that I am less thrilled by. Yeah, I don't know that you're wrong there, considering the pace at which he makes movies. Uh, I've never, like, love, love, loved a Hong. There's a few that I like a lot. This one I like a fair amount. It looks better, again, in comparison to I'm not super hot on this, uh, on this selection. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like, would be a good, 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 like, director. Screenplay is probably the most obvious place. So, my guess, aside from, uh, Jesse, you, uh, myself, and Emilio having the same number one, uh, I would guess that none of us have, like, any overlaps in what we... Uh, would submit for like major award. <laughs> there's four movies that I there. There's one movie that I love, uh, Tetro, which we've talked about, and then there's three movies that I like uh, a fair amount. One one which I just watched several hours ago, and I'm still kind of the the one that I just watched that I'm still kind of like not exactly sure how I feel about it. It's Polytechnic, which, uh... A tough movie, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a really tough movie, and I think it... So it's a movie about uh, a shooting that takes place at a school uh, by a, a misogynist young man, and I think it leans into the shooter's perspective, like, just a touch more than I want, but... When it is focusing on other perspectives, I think that it does a really excellent job of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, yes, yeah, Polytechnique, I just have, like, a personal, like, I don't like stories about school shootings and I don't like engaging with them. Uh, That's more of a personal preference than, like, a real hit on the movie, which I think is, like, finely made, it seems. I I agree that, like, it's a little bit of a bummer that we hear, like, so much of the guy's, like, ideology and, like, he hates feminists and stuff and, like, just, like, spending time in that worldview is, like, not my idea of, like, a worthy project. Um, Yeah, I think that you could... uh... You could glean all of that just from his actions without right. having to, like, hear him read his the suicide note manifesto. Right, yeah. yeah. But I think it would be a good director winner. Well, I think it... I think it's really well directed. Really well do you shot. Have anything you would like to throw out uh, for sort of a lower tier, anyone? A lower tier, like a sure, major. yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, a, I have strong opinions on both acting awards. Okay, uh, uh, Ronald Bronstein, obvious best actor. I don't particularly like that movie. I think it, uh, it's just like the extent to which it is remotely interesting is because Ronald Bronstein is absolutely magnetic in it, playing a character who 
is not actually all that interesting, but, like, he is really interesting to watch, and I didn't realize that he had not acted in anything else. I, he, he's, I thought maybe he'd uh, acted in the movie he directed, uh, Frownland, or in one of the other Softy Brothers movies. Uh, this is a Softy Brothers movie, one of their early ones, and he has also worked as their editor. He's worked on screenplays with them, but this and maybe like another short film or something or his only yeah this is his only acting appearance uh so yeah i i don't know i i think he's great i don't i i I also heavy disagree that he's good in it i think he has a problem with it i think wow I think he's per. I mean, I don't know if he's the problem with it as much as he's perfectly reflective of the problem with that movie, which is just like, it's a lot of energy towards a lot of nothing, and I don't find them particularly compelling. Yes. Well, I guess that. I guess his energy is more compelling than than the movie's energy to me, and the thing is like. We have to give most of these movies awards, and like, right. this is the only place that I would feel particularly good about giving this movie an award. Like, I don't know. Does anyone else have someone to throw out for best actor? I mean, I think there's a few good options. I think, like, depending on where el- where else we like place them, I think Xavier Dolan is very good. In, like, Terrible. Yeah. I, I think uh, yeah. Ewan McGregor is very good in uh, I Love You, Philip Morris. He gets Morris. nothing to do in the part of that movie I watched, and from what I read, he also gets nothing to do in the rest of the movie. That's not true. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's extremely good in that movie. I did do my research. I... I get, I Except mean, for watching the that movie. is the movie that I yeah. think is real bad and would like to what? give nothing. That's insane. No, uh-uh, no. It's like, yeah, that movie's... I mean... That is I'm, a movie that Jim Carrey hanks. That's crazy. No. I mean, I, I don't even, like, super love it, but I think, like, it's definitely interesting and is maybe a little, like, um, not... Like it's like maybe like held down a bit just by sort of the timing or the time in which it was made. Like, I think it could be better, but I mean, I also would have submitted that for director, depending on what we get, because it is like a very well directed movie. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, McGregor is great. What? Yeah, I mean, if it has to get something, then yes, sure, you and McGregor, best actor. Great. Uh, let's pencil that in because I'm happy with with that. I think I do think that's a pretty good movie. I like it better than it's in my top half of these movies. I think. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, and I do think McGregor is like yeah, he's his he's very locked in. He's uh, he's sort of channeling a little bit of his uh, um, big fish energy. Uh, just like maybe that's just like an accent comparison, but uh, yeah, I think he's you know you you. There's a, that's a movie that really has to sell that like you know that Jim Carrey is like obsessed with this guy and you totally get why he's obsessed with this guy. Um, I yeah. What about what about actress? Do we have any feelings about actress? Andorval. I think Andorval is very good. Yeah. Who? Sorry. What movie is that? 
She's uh, the mother in she's I Killed My Mother. T- oh, okay. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Um, she she's good. I wouldn't maybe consider giving that movie. I guess we could also give it screenplay. I would like to give it a little more than just actors. Boy. Uh, this is another movie I don't like. <laughs> this is the thing. I think our lists are, like, inverse. It's a problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, yeah. What is everyone going to have to make? All right. I, so yeah. I will give I in. Andy will give Jesse Tetro for Paul. Yeah. I will, then, I will uh, give in on Tetro. We'll give... <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. I guess so. And then we have to give two awards to the shitty Delon movie. So the thing is, it's not shitty. It's <laughs> good. It's not his best movie, but it's good. Yeah, it's... Um, uh, I mean, everyone was fucking complaining about it's only the end of the world. That movie is perfectly fine. I don't understand how people hate that movie and like this one. I, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I was like I super... I've not seen It's Only the End of the World, so I can't compare the two, but I am curious what your problem specifically with this one is. But you also... Mostly that he is terrible in it. That's not... I don't think that's, that's crazy. Truth. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I didn't even... Well, I didn't realize... He it, is I mean, trying so hard. Yeah, but that's... Dolan's whole he's, thing is that he's like trying so hard in every respect and yeah, like, yeah but it doesn't so work he's playing like a try hard drama it's like queen. like yeah like yeah and that's what's bad about him no <laughs> come on <laughs> oh boy uh yeah i mean i also like bronstein for actor i think that movie is very good as well <laughs> Yeah, but if we give Bronstein actor, you guys are going to make me give something else to I Love You, Philip Morris, and I'm not having that. That's crazy. I'm somewhat willing. I, I'm willing to... I would definitely rather give two awards to I Killed My Mother than uh, a non-acting award to I Love You, Philip Morris. Um... So what do we we have Tetro and Palm locked in? Yeah, uh, we have Dorval and McGregor pretty locked in. Okay, and then it sounds like unless there's like a crunch, I guess I guess if we're gonna give something else to, um, I killed my mother. I think it should be a tie in either jury prize or screenplay, and we can figure out what that tie is later. And yeah. which category it's in as stuff kind of fits in. So, I know you all, uh, to varying degrees, are into Hump Day more than I am. Is there anything you yeah, would like to submit I, that for? Um, director, I guess. I guess director Grand Prix. What would be the alts in either category? My alts? I guess my... Basically, I would like the Grand Prix and director to go to two of the three of Hump Day, Like You Know It All, and Polytechnic. I think uh, Like You Know It All should win the prix. 
That's reasonable. It's uh, I think it hits close to home as a movie that, uh, at least in some part, is about a guy who's on a film festival jury and can't watch all the movies. Yeah, that's certainly true. And I think that last half uh, is like incredible in the last scene specifically. Yes. Yeah. I like I agree with a that. lot and would like to see it win the Grand Prix. I'd be happy with that as well. This is a... Uh-oh. God damn it. No one, no one just... stop recording. Are we gonna... Oh, shit. I'm gonna call again. Oh. Now everyone kept recording, right? Yes, I did yes. not stop. Okay. I kept recording. Uh, is Andy okay, and Andy there. says he's still recording. He, he says in the chat he's still recording okay, yeah, and is trying to rejoin. Uh-oh, I did not mean to do that. Uh, uh yeah. There we go. We got Andy back. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have to do another clap because we all yeah. stayed recording. I'm going to start recording the Skype call again. The okay. Skype call is recording again. Now I have to remember what I was saying. Uh, hump day just got pushed for pre. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So what just happened is uh, Emilio said he would like hump day to win the Grand Prix. And I said I would like that too. But I also would be happy with, like, you know it all, winning the Prix. I'd be happy with either of those movies in Grand Prix or Director. I think that that would make me very happy to put those two movies in those two places. My um, argument for yeah, Hump Day... I just... I really responded to that movie. I appreciate what it was doing. I guess I, I'm a relative mumblecore novice, so I would would clearly be more impressed by what it's doing than other people, but I think that I think that Duplass and Joshua Leonard are both very good in it. I think they have chemistry with like they respond to what they're saying, I guess, really well. It's hard to describe. I think the sort of masculine egging on that happens in it I find like a usually a very compelling trope in stories but especially in comedies of just like people pushing a joke to the edge and like the sort of sweet slash funny conclusion to the entire thing I found touching and just like it, as a general vibe I've been watching a lot of New Girl a show which Lynn Shelton directed a lot of episodes of and is a, also a, a similarly can be about like can be like a vibey hangouty like semi improvised just friends taking each other to the limits and having like funny weird conversations and funny weird reactions to certain things so i am definitely in in the vibe of it right now but i think yeah, I think Petro is by far the movie I like the most here, but Hump Day is easily number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Hump Day for me, I guess I had a real, like, 
just like a Mark Duplass problem, I guess, was like my main issue with Hump Day. Like I was, I, I, I guess he is, is so much of that movie and I did not find him compelling at all, unfortunately. Um, I did, I, I have only seen one other Lynn Shelton movie, Sort of Trust, which I liked a lot more. Um, I, I guess I could see giving it the pre, that would be fine, I think. In that this is going to be a, this is definitely going to be just a jury of compromises for me, and I have to accept that, and so I think I can accept Hump Day, uh, at, at that place. Okay. And what do we think about director? Sorry, did we decide on something pencil something in for actress? I think I missed a bunch of that Yeah, and Dorval. Uh, oh, that's for, right. That's uh, right. That's right. Mother. Okay. Um with I think uh another pending, right? I uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at this and feeling like I actually think it will be hard to fit in uh uh, here's what I would do uh, right now. I would say director goes to, since Andy just made that compromise, I'd say director goes to Hotsu Nian, screenplay goes to Hong Sang Soo, and then what do I have in the jury prize? I would push for Navidad. Oh, I don't like that movie either. Yeah, Navidad. I guess a tie is... between Navidad and uh, Polytechnic. Um, yeah. I mean. And where was that at? In, in screenplay? That was in Jury Prize. I mean, I guess, like. Um, Navidad, I liked more than like some of the other movies it just uh, another one similar to here where it was just like so uh slow going at first and like i think it finishes off better i like the sort of mm. um like parental aspect of the whole movie and like how it turns that like into a coming of age story that's like an interesting move and i like uh some of Lelio's other movies uh this one, like I was like legitimately hard to get through. I didn't know how boring it was. Yeah, I did not get through it because of how boring it was. Oh I found it incredibly charming. I thought the the two performance or the 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 all three main performances. There's really only three actors in the movie. Uh, were yeah. were really interesting for young performers. I thought it was it really captured something really well for young performers. Um, I thought uh, the uh, a lot of the like directorial flourishes. Like there's a scene laid on where you like watch a scene from the distance uh, that I thought was like really really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I, ju I, I was just very into that movie the whole way through, so I, I sadly, I can't uh, understand where you're coming from necessarily, but, uh, it's, it's one that I would love to, to, to recognize. Um. I think, uh, that fits more, like, I'm happier giving that, uh, director, like, what do we have in director right now? I was Here. thinking Hotsun, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I I would um, be fine like either of those two in director. I would be fine with, I think. If I, think I, did, I prefer Hudson Yen in director to Lilio. 
I mean, yeah, I guess either of those is fine for either of those. I think um, here is maybe like more interesting in its writing. Uh, oh, I, I think is here its, is uh, more interesting in its writing. I mean, it's in its directing than its writing. And I found, I mean, I maybe something, maybe it gets more interesting uh, di- directing-wise later. I found not a whole lot interesting of directing-wise about uh, Navidad. Yeah, like Andy, I, what Andy was saying, like the sort of, um, like uh, Lelio uses like the house very well of like this sort of giving you um like your your lay of the land like in its sort of uh not like how it's shot but just like how everything is used like how he was saying like through the distance and things like that there's like a lot of interesting aspects to that part of it um uh, yeah i don't know i didn't yeah, see I any of it Here's what. Here's something we could do. We could give director to Ho Sun Yen, screenplay to Hong, and then the jury prize could be split between the two uh, Quebecois directors. And then Navidad just gets nothing. <laughs> yes. Who's the uh, Who's I mean, the other Quebecois? Uh, it's oh, Dylan Neuve and Dylan. Uh, yeah. So it'd be I killed my mother and Polytechnique and jury. Um, like on my list of how they're ranked, I do have uh, Navidad above Polytechnique, but I think they're both like the same sort of like letterbox ranking and how I feel about both of them. I Killed My Mother, of course, being the third best movie. <laughs> yeah, I have I Killed My Mother at third on my list too. Um,. Well, it sounds like you're picking between I Killed My Mother getting a second award or Navidad getting anything. I mean, I'd definitely rather give two to I Kill My Mother, but then I also think Polytechnique can be cut from there, but I think that's something that you are sort of uh, sticking your feet in the ground for. I, in the past few hours, it's grown on me. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I would definitely... Oh, wait, where does that leave, um... Where do we have Daddy Long Legs in screenplay? We're just not giving Daddy yeah. Long Legs Oh, no, no, no. What? Nice no. try. No! <laughs> um, it it cannot fine. get anything other than Bronstein. That's not true, though. <laughs> it's a bad movie with a that's good performance. That's it's a true. mediocre I think movie. It's, I think it's just... I don't even think that's true. I think it's, it's not a bad even, movie like, with a bad performance. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like weirdly for a safety thing. I'm with Andy. It's a bad movie. A bad performance. I don't think it's bad at all. That's crazy. What, what, what don't you guys like about it? I think this guy just like, fucking yeah, sucks. It, 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 oh my it, god! It's Maybe every the only one. Lollipops and gumdrops in his movies. If anyone's bad, it's a bad movie. There's nothing interesting about how he no. sucks except for watching Ronald Bronstein be vaguely charming. Yeah, that's I mean, what I, that's what I think. It's like all of the stuff that is in their later movies, but like in a way that's like sort of muddy and less compelling in every certain way. The character I think is less compelling. I think the performance is less compelling than in other movies with similar characters. I just like didn't like looking at it. I think the cinematography well, is bad. I will also say. 
I I just didn't respond to it in any meaningful way really. I mean, I'm fine with tying Bronstein and McGregor. Yeah, I definitely don't want it to get nothing. I think it like mm. It's I think well, what it, do you, what would you Emilio and Andy, what would you want to give it? If you had to nothing. give it something. My guess is they want to give it nothing. If you had to give it something, what would you give it? Um I mean, uh what's what did what is the most compelling? I, I don't know. In this in this situation, I don't know nothing. Like if this we were like the Oscars, I would give it like a sound editing award. Sure. I thought that's sort of the most most compelling aspect of it. But I don't think it's particularly well directed, written, or performed. I mean, that's just like yeah. I mean, if we me. wanted to maybe give like a special award for, I don't know, <laughs> editing. I don't know, like some. I don't, like, or like a special in a world where we can tie it with something else, you want to invent an award for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, how many ties? One. <laughs> it's like legitimately, like obviously, I've been quiet this time because I have not watched a lot of movies because I am quite busy with other stuff, and I would rather give awards to movies I have not seen than Daddy Long Legs. <laughs> I mean, not allowed. I should get an uh, extra vote as someone, one of the only two who, who's seen everything. I mean, I believe Andy would encounter right, yes, exactly. point. Right, yes, exactly. As the other person. It's, yeah, um, it's the like, movie I have ranked dead last out of insane. these nine movies. See, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, whatever <laughs> yeah are you guys happy <laughs> you've got uh, whiny Cullen out again just like the first during. I mean you know I like Bronstein McGregor is a tie I mean sure if you want to do Bronstein McGregor as a tie how many ties are we giving out though one tie one tie Don't know if that's where I would use it, but if Colin really wants to see Daddy Long Led somewhere, that's probably where I could see myself conceding. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I am shocked to find that everyone apparently hates Daddy Long Legs. I thought it was a surefire hit. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if I hate it. I think by the end, I was more like, yeah, sure, I get what it was doing, but I did not enjoy watching it for the most part. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I disliked about it, and I'm not coming up with anything, so maybe I did like it, but I still think that Ronald Bronstein's very much the standout. I, I mean, I definitely agree that he is, like, he carries the movie on his shoulder, but he also carries it to, like, a four-star. Right. Well, okay, so if we do this... Uh, 2.5 stars. Then I would, uh, question everything I know about our friendship. <laughs> wow. So now we've got three slots, and we've got here, Navidad, uh... Like, you know it all? Hong, Villeneuve, and Delon. 
So we got five things for three, three to four slots. We could give someone a special award. What did we give? Special award. What did we give Hump Day? Grand Prix. Prix. Grand Prix. That's right. Okay. Um. Okay, so we need to. All right. So it's here, Navidad. I killed my mother, and like you know it all. And Polytechnique. Among Polytechnique. And the three and the three awards remaining are director. Screenplay jury. Screenplay Fred. jury. Okay. I think I mean yeah, I my obvious Go ahead. My like director screenplay jury would be Hong Sang Su uh here and then I killed my mother. My director screenplay jury would be Villeneuve Hong and then I don't care. I would probably do Lalo Dolan here for jury. I would not release an episode where that last one happened. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> I just would. Uh, recording that you'd is a send wash. Me, you'd send me all the tracks, and I would not put them together. That's... I would say this is not worth it. If we gave I would you say, a Andy, jury if prize, you'd like to edit, if you'd like to edit it, tracks of the Skype recording put out as an episode. No intro music, no plugs. Oh my god. Um, because... <laughs> I, I'm also it, fine. Was that reaction to my entire scenario, or if I it gave... It was to your entire giving, scenario. Oh, okay. It's that you give the <laughs> three worst Christ. movies remain... It's that you give the three bad movies... The three the, best the three... movies? <laughs> Those are my top three. <laughs> All right, then I guess we have to give something to two of them. If those are your I mean, top three, two of them have to get something. I will I'm... say that I think Cullen's pit pitch, as a person who has not watched these movies and just heard arguments for them, I think Cullen's pitch is probably the one that makes the most sense. Cullen's oh, yeah. pitch was Hong, Lelio. Uh, uh, no, so it was Hong and director here in screenplay, and I killed my mother in jury. Well, There's I would say that I I would agree that those are the three movies. Maybe those like, maybe not to each of those specific awards, but I yeah, I mean, yeah. What if we switch like you know it all? And what if we switch like you know it all? And here, and so Hong wins director. I mean, Hong wins screenplay, and uh, Ho wins director. I'm good with that. Andy. Well, see, I want now. I want to get stuck on Navidad not getting any, being the one that doesn't get anything is crazy. Um, but I mean, I'm gonna get stuck on Polytechnic being the one that doesn't get anything is crazy. So we're both unhappy. Sure. <laughs> Great. Have we ever ended an episode where everyone's happy? <laughs> I feel like we were more happy with the other two ones. I feel like we're all grumbling about this. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, which, which yeah, which which uh which real jury was 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 this contentious and unhappy with the end result? I wonder. Um, oh yeah. Hmm. Y yeah, 
I mean, sure, fine, whatever. I mean, I actually am fine with... Well, I wish we could just do another tie and it could be Navidad <laughs> and uh, uh, Polytechnic in the Jerry Prize. I mean... We could. I guess no one's gonna I stop my mother... us. What if, uh, what if we drop I Killed My Mother from Actress, Give It Jury, and give uh, one of the ladies from Navidad Actress? Or both of them. Or, oh, yeah, both of them, yeah. Or we give uh, Kareen Vanat Actress. Who is that? Is, she's she's the, the, main, the main woman in Polytechnic. The one who, like, it ends on. Yeah. Um. Also, of course, the star of the uh, TIFF ad. Great. <laughs> Can we give it an award for that? Uh, <laughs> best TIFF ad has to go to the Apple Watch one from 2018. <laughs> I feel like she is pretty undeniable, even if you're kind of mixed on what Polytechnic is doing. I feel like both I feel like it's kind of. I feel like it's kind of like Melanie Laurent, where like she is like the part of that movie. She represents the part of that movie that is really singing. But then, in this scenario, we have uh, Andy's what? Like number two is Navidad. Yeah. Being I think left off. Uh, I think someone's number two is getting left off. Is like where we're at. Um, I think we had to give something a special award. Sure. Is it so Navidad have... or Polytechnic? I mean, not to like bring something back up, but somebody's second shouldn't doesn't need to get left off if we just change the Bronstein tie to something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then Cullen's first gets left off, or oh, his, or his not... second. So that is not, Daddy that's, Longlegs that's is... like his fourth, right? It's my Did number like... four, but it's oh, also it's your a number four. four. Okay. <sighs> I mean, Daddy Longlegs. Getting left off is embarrassing, I think. I mean, it's... Yeah. I will give it a special award in that case. I am much happier with Bronstein than with a special award. I agree. What special award are you going to give Daddy Longlegs? Uh, achievement in Safdie movie being in this jury. No, it's the worst Safdie movie. Right. That's not Ach- true. Achievement in... A, what achievement what in Safdie making... movie do you think no. is worse than this? Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's like not worse than. I just like it more than. Uh, what's it called? Like uh, heaven knows what. <laughs> and maybe even good Bad time. Thing. What? Bad wow. Thing. What? A what? Thing. <laughs> They're all good. Is the you thing. Should, you should get off. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem with Daddy Longlegs is. <laughs> that it's uncompelling. It's a fucking slog. I disagree, though. It's not a slog at all. That is crazy. It's like it's a my, the standard Safety brother like quote unquote panic attack of a movie, but on this domestic tale, it's so good. No, but it's the that's the thing where it's like you think he would be an easier person to like slightly root for or identify with because it's like a more normal thing to identify with him being a dad, and somehow he's less compelling and and you. I don't think like, he's not compelling though. That's crazy. How about it's just this? a lot of energy. It's just like a, it's just like him doing a lot of bits and a lot of stuff. And I yeah, his bits like are pretty him. good. 
He does some good know. bits. I don't know if there's... I don't know. It might be the thing that you said about you with Mumblecore to me, Cullen, where I, I'm just kind of out. I they think on these movies now of just like, look at this piece of shit. And yeah, just I mean, doing piece of shit things. All right. Like, I'm especially gonna... when acted by a non-professional actor that I oh, could feel please. that at every single second. I would like I think... to read out a set of options. Okay. So Paul goes to Tetro. Grand of Prix course, goes the to Hump movie Day. Unanimously. Yes. <laughs> Grand Prix goes to Hump Day. Mm. Director goes to Ho Tsunyan. Actress goes to Ann Dorval. Actor goes to McGregor and Bronstein. Screenplay goes to Hong Sang Su. Jury prize goes to Navidad. And then there's a special prize to Polytechnique for being almost great. I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather leave off Bronstein, but also not give Polytechnic anything. <laughs> what? No, I think that's much worse. I think that's better. Um, I mean, yeah, if we give neither Polytechnic nor Daddy Longlegs an award, that's both of my bottom two movies not getting an award, and I'm fine with whatever else we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh... No, without those two things happening, there's nothing that I can do to make this better. Because <laughs> um, right. the the only thing that we could the only thing like the thing that would make me happy then is dropping "I love you, Philip Morris," but then we just run out of movies. <laughs> uh, I love you, Philip Morris is good. It's <laughs> a good movie, yeah. Um. That is the movie that gets the It's Almost a Great Prize also. (laughs) What if both of the acting awards are just ties? I mean... I... What's the actress tie? Kareen Vanas. And then you don't have to give the special prize to Polytechnic. Wait, so then... Oh, wait. And what did you have uh, Navidad at? Jury prize. Okay, I see. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Sure. I mean... I guess it's our last one, out with a whimper, break the rules. Right, like, what are they gonna do? Not invite us back? You know what? I think if we do that, we never do a jury again. What? No, we We never do a full slate of movies. What is a full slate of movies? Uh, Covering uh, official selection, uh, uncertain regard, and. Oh, we never do all three of those. Oh, yeah, we're never going to cover all three of those separately for one festival again. Absolutely not. Sure, I think. If we were going to do a festival. We just make one slate out of the, all of the sections. And make sure it's a festival where we've seen all of the movies already. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely a doable thing. Um, re- like, remember when we were just looking at a list of names? There were like, so many good directors put out movies that can this I year. know. And it was all of and their the- worst or second yeah, well, worst movies. That's not true. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, look, now I feel the need to defend. I do like Heaven Knows What, and I do like Good Time a lot. I just think I like Daddy Longlegs as much as both of those, probably. Yeah, that's a bad take. 
It's we, yeah, under- we a, understand. So we yeah. We, Nobody here is accusing of you of not liking other Shafty Brothers movies. You guys gotta just. I think it'll grow for you. <laughs> I don't think it. Will. <laughs> <laughs> I actually you it has grown for me a little. Bit. You you've no, sold no, me on it a little bit, Cullen. If you want to take any solace in that, yeah. I, I mean, like, I do. It will grow on me, I think, and the ideas of, like, yeah, I get what he was doing, and it's like, I understand, like, the scenes of it. It's like, as an experience to watch, I don't think I ever want to watch it again. Yeah. Whereas no. I but you also, re- like, not, I would like, re- you don't like the sort of, uh, I mean, like you said, you don't like the cinematography at all, but you also d- are not into that style, right? I f- I'm not... Hmm. That's a hard thing to answer. I don't like... I, I don't want to put anything on you, obviously, but... Uh... I think... I, I am... I've liked others... I like Good Time, and I think it's a similar style, because I think it's more, more coherently shot, where I think Daddy Long Legs, I think, sometimes it seems too shaky and too out of focus, just as, like, oh, well, this is a trick we can throw in here to try and drum up some more energy. Than not, I like, mean... In a, my, in a useful, compelling way. Not to also put something on you, but my impression of your of how you feel about this type of cinematography is more just that it's very hit or miss. Like either it's very cool or makes you physically sick. Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> that that also exists for sure. Like it, it, this was definitely among in the pantheon of movies that have made me feel sick watching them. <laughs> but I think also when I wasn't made feel sick i was like why is this why can i just not see anyone's like face for like three seconds what is the point of this what is happening here <laughs> which is like also what might make me might sour me more on the bronstein performance which is like it, it feels it felt to me like they were trying to cut around everyone's performance so much because it started a bunch of non-professional actors does feel like they're kind of cutting around the kids a lot, but that's like going to happen. Like, if you want to give Best Actor to, like, Ronald Bronstein's knees, which I feel is, like, 70% <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> His legs are so long. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty but, uh, happy with what we've done now. Uh, yeah, what we've done is a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to post... Uh, yeah, I can give, post give us what has happened at. in the chat. This is uh, truly devolved. <laughs> I'm uh, now gonna play at the end of the episode the uh, the Linkin Park song "What I've Done." Jesus. <laughs> what are we Transformers too? Isn't that New Divide? Yes. Thank That's you. Right. <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> What are we, Transformers 1? <laughs> I don't I don't think that has a Linkin Park song. Why do we you know about the Transformers songs? I've recently Me? watched all the trailers for the Transformers movies to see if I'd want to watch the movies. <laughs> and the solution and the uh the result? Uh I think Shia LaBeouf looks like he's giving a good performance in them and I might watch <laughs> <laughs> Great. So excited for uh, Cullen to uh, plug Transformers 3 in four weeks. We'll see. (laughs) Definitely not that timeline, but we'll see. (laughs) I will say, as a fellow Shia lover, I don't think he's particularly good in any of them. Maybe we'll see if he's good in a different movie coming up soon. (laughs) What? Yeah. Talking, of course, of uh, a future episode. 
Oh, sure. Yes. Um, um, I mean, I guess I'm fine with this. We do have the two ties like a bunch of cowards, but... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that it's sort of represents the, this is our cowardly journey. <laughs> this is our... Yeah. I mean, it is truly the one where, like... We just have, like, inverse lists <laughs> all over. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. Except for three of us, much like our first jury, agree on what should win the palm. Sure. <laughs> and then, uh... But this time we don't have to make a concession. Right. Like, I don't... I, I want to be clear. I don't think Tetro is, like, bad. I just think it's, like, not an exciting palm winner. But that's fine. Um, that's crazy. It's, like, so energetic. And, I mean, and it's sort of use like uh or how it is like operatic and also a soap opera it's so good right it made me want to watch both all of francis ford coppola's movies and all of vincent gala's movies yeah i definitely was like excited to get to some more gala because i also really was into trouble every day uh mm -hmm. but we can save that i guess uh yeah. yeah i'm fine with this list yeah Let's call it. I mean, if I if I could say something on Tetra, yeah, please, yes, is that I, I obviously agree it should win the Palme d'Or. I think it's the best movie here. I might have different takes than other people here. It's like I like Gallo. I might like. I think I like Gallo and Aaron Reich about as much as each other. Gallo's just kind of a sourpuss in everything I've seen him in, and he's good at that. I don't know if he's like the world's greatest actor. I don't know. If, <laughs> I think he like might the, be. That's, that's, uh, he's definitely <laughs> I think it looks gorgeous I, oh, agree, yeah. with, I yeah. agree with Colin on the thing of like the way in which it's like like operatic and doing a bunch of it has it's doing a lot of stuff just like stylistically that I love it, including just like going fully out there by like having dance sequences and like aspect ratio changes and it's sometimes it's in color and just like and it, I think it's, like, more co compelling and coherently done than a lot of other movies that try that stuff. And uh, I enjoyed the story. I mentioned in our private conversations that I think it's, like, all mode of our like and that it's, like, this story about, like, people's paths and the way that they try to, like, the way that that trauma haunts them and affects them for the rest of their lives. And mm -hmm. it's, like... And, I think I think I thought the middle lagged a little bit, especially compared to like the beginning, where you're just like blown over by everything it's doing, and the and the end where it gets really operatic. That's yeah. gorgeous. But I don't think it's bad in the middle. But yeah, just like that it, funeral it, it, scene at the end is astounding. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, once they get to the like festival, art festival yeah, yeah, like, that's when the movie goes to like an eleven. And it's, mm -hmm. like, and it gets great. Yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of begging the Almodovar comparisons by casting Carmen Mara. Yes. Also, I mean, well, Will Hill we'll, also we'll, good. A lot of good lines yeah. in it. Great Let's use of setting, down. I will say. Now you can say what the awards are. Well, do we want to just do our bottom up now? I mean, yeah, we, we've said this list. Yep. All right. Uh, someone else present the jury prize. This is Andy's territory. Great. Uh, so the jury prize goes to Sebastian Lelo's uh, Navidad. Uh, it is uh, the story of two uh, young students, uh, Ale and Aurora, 
uh, they sort of steal away to uh, like a sort of a, the semi-abandoned like house in the in in the wilderness, and they encounter another even younger woman um, who uh, is ha- has had like a diabetic attack, and so they they uh, they 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 bring her back to health and start to learn more about her story. Um, I think it's it's a it's a very it's an appealingly small movie in that it just focuses on these three characters. It's just sort of about what these characters want and what they're what they're where where they're at in life, and they're all sort of at a very similar place. Even though you know there's the two slightly older ones who are like seventeen, and then the 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 other girl is like fifteen. Um, they uh, you the the younger girl you find out is like ha- is is trying to to figure out where she comes from in that she doesn't she has never met her father really and she wants to to connect with him it is christmas so this is sort of like she she has just turned she like for her birthday she said like her mother said that she would introduce her to her father uh for that year and then she gave her until christmas and then she her mother hadn't followed through so she was just taking it into her own hands um and you sort of see them try to try to take try to take action and try to, to to make these things happen for themselves and it doesn't necessarily go as well as they want but then they do find a connection with each other and so i sort of found that that push and pull between like looking for something from an older generation trying to get what you want from from those uh older than you but not being able to fulfill that and then having to turn towards those in your peer group uh, to 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 get some sort of fo- some form of happiness and satisfaction, I thought it was just really compellingly done. Um, I think uh, uh, Lalo is really good at sort of capturing these sort of uh, quiet moments. Um, uh, you know, uh, and, and and yeah, I think it's just a really a really uh, uh, exciting movie that I that I was very thoroughly charmed by. All right, I think we probably want Cullen to present screenplay. Yeah, Hong uh, Sang Su winning for uh, Like You Know It All, a movie about a director who uh, goes to a film festival where he's part of the jury and sort of uh, is like participating in this uh, like small sort of festival life where he is going out at night and getting drunk with the rest of the jury and, like, uh, actors in the festival. Um, he then, like, goes to his friend's house uh, or someone he, like, meets up with, and they, like, get drunk there also. Like, you know, it's a Hong Sang-soo movie. There's going to be some soju spilling. Um, but he... Uh, they end up going to his house, and, like, he... The director sort of, like... Uh, I mean, much like other movies we've talked about that... Is something I am into. He's like an asshole who uh, is like outwardly rude to this like buddy of his his wife. Um, and then there's like a dream sequence where he uh, the like friend of his dies, and then he wakes up. Uh, he's like is going to be in the relationship with his wife, and then he sort of gets out of that dream sequence. And the movie like sort of interestingly. Uh, just cuts out of that into um, him like going back to the festival and sort of uh, like getting these like DVD screeners uh, for the films that he's like not able to watch and there's like the second half of the movie is he's going to give a lecture at this college and it echoes uh, a bit in uh, Right Now Wrong Then which is like one of 
my favorite Hongs and like favorite movies where this director is giving um, a lecture at this college and is like has a blow up argument with someone in the Q and A, um, and then sort of uh, a mentor who's an artist of his, uh, an artist uh, that he like worked with invites him to his house and he finds out that this artist's wife is someone who he previously proposed to when he was in college. Um, and then they like sort of have like a romance. Uh, I think it's like very funny people. Like if you sort of look at the letterbox reviews of this movie, almost every person compares it to like Larry David or Kirby enthusiasm. And there's like a lot of great sort of humorous moments like him being sort of an asshole to the wife. And there's a scene where a woman <laughs> leaves and you hear her like having sex in the back room where uh, she just like excuses herself to go to the bathroom and everyone else is trying to carry on this conversation. But then like it being a Hong Sang Soo movie, there's also this poignancy to everything. And there's like this sort of end scene that I think is like really powerful where he is in this like sort of uh torrid relationship and like, is caught cheating or uh, is caught like adultering being in an adulterous relationship and the woman he's in a relationship with is just like don't put me in one of your movies or like don't make me into one of your movies and that is like Hong Sang Soo's whole thing and she's like uh, it's just I think really really great and a smart way to sort of you know handle your demons but uh I, I just like everything he does. I'm sort of into. I'm like very much in the bag for Hong. Okay, we've got now four acting awards to give out. <laughs> I can start out by handing one of our best actor awards to Ronald Bronstein from Daddy Long Legs. I mean, we just spent an hour arguing about him. I, I just think that. He is this movie. He carries it on his back, much like the refrigerator at the end of the movie. Uh, I don't know. I just think he's real funny. Like he's like, uh, he like he should be doing Adam Sandler movies. Uh, yeah, fun and like he he is very good at interacting with these kids who are not particularly good kid actors uh um yeah someone talk about uh Ewan McGregor uh I can do that um so and I love you Philip Morris but you didn't ever really get to the plot of, of what, what it is really it is a black comedy it is based on the real life of Stephen J. Russell who is this a uh, con artist who escaped prison multiple times and just like stole money from a bunch of people who also found out he was and like discovered that he was gay and that that character is played by Jim Carrey and that he is who the movie is mo is mostly about and I sort of agree with Jesse that I think when it being like almost purely a Jim Carrey comedy is the worst parts of the movie but I think as soon as he arrives in prison for the first time, he meets Ewan McGregor, who plays Philip Morris, 
And Ewan McGregor almost single-handedly drags the movie into being good and almost great. He brings, like, a weird humanity in a movie that is so goofy before then. He just, like, tells entire stories in his face. He is so compelling to, like, sort of root for, but actually feel for. He... He's very funny at times. He's very charming at times. But mostly I think it's just that, that he gives such a compelling performance that it almost makes you yearn for the movie that might be in there that is fully great and has like the complete heart and doesn't feel like it needs to be goofy every single second. And can tell a very compelling story about how the carceral system treats people, how, like, Jim Carrey's con man character is, like, he mostly steals money from, like, hedge fund managers and, like, yeah. large companies. So it's, like, you're never going to feel bad for, just for that. So it's, but you, it makes you understand that there are just normal people who is con manning does affect and does hurt and does, it's, like provide uncertainty for it and it allows you to feel worse about Jim Carrey's character and just like realize that it's just a messy situation and there's nothing and there's no like perfect out of any of it no matter what Steven Jim Carrey's character might want so that's what I respond to anyway yeah I think sort of um like two of the best scenes in the movie also like revolve around McGregor uh, one where he is sort of having this emotional confrontation with Carrie after he thought that he was dead um, or dying. Uh, and then there's another scene early on where he is running through this prison and like uh, it's like sort of a catharsis moment where this character is like pointedly said that he's not ever gone into the yard of this prison and then he does it to like say goodbye to Jim Carrey's character as the song to love somebody's playing. And it's just like everything in that moment is singing and like it, a lot of it is writing on McGregor. And I definitely think he is the best part of the movie, which I think is not all bad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that was a genuine apology. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I was going to say, are you? It doesn't see. I don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Staying for Polytechnic, though, Jesse. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, so we're giving one of our Best Actress Awards to Karine Vanessa, who plays a, a young woman who is in the classroom of engineers that the shooter first enters who uh i i guess i'll just spoil that she is the survivor of that group uh and she is i i think that the movie is definitely not perfect but when it really sings is just when it's able to uh to express just how harmful uh, misogyny is, both to men and to women, there's a a kind of uh, 
it, it spends a fair amount of time on one of the young men who was also in that classroom. Uh, but but the, the end of the movie is almost an epilogue uh, featuring her, and I think that is just... She has kind of a monologue at the end that I think is incredibly moving. And then the other Best Actress Award. Yes, um, Anne Raval for I Killed My Mother, um, the Xavier Dolan movie. Uh, so that movie is like, it's a real two-hander um, of a movie. Uh, it's 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 really built on this relationship between um, the character who was played by Dolan and and his mother, uh, played by uh, Anne Dorval. She she um, is really, uh, you know, you you sort of get like she. It's it's sim it's interesting to think about it in context with uh, Daddy Longlegs, in that I think she's like much more compelling in that you can tell she's trying really hard and is often coming up short, um, and she is um, you know she she definitely feels very deeply about her son and she she definitely has a lot of uh, wants and desires for both his life and her own life. Um, and it's it, it just she you know she she really hits so many levels of 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 um of how she wants to proceed right she's like she's like a little bit at the end of a rope she doesn't quite know where she wants to go with this relationship and i think you know she she plays so many different um emotions of like someone who's like sometimes trying sometimes isn't trying sometimes sometimes feels like things are going well sometimes doesn't feel like things are going well just like the amount of the the range of what she plays and what she um what she's able to embody in that role i thought was just incredibly compelling it's a it's a really uh fascinating movie i thought and i was um uh i was i was really really uh 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 you know, beguiled by, by, by the movie. So uh, I think it's a, a very worthy award win. Yeah. I will say that, uh, she's very good in this movie and even better in Delon's, uh, movie that comes after this, or that comes a few after this, uh, mommy, which yes. is like, uh, and, uh, and Dorval and also Suzanne Clement from who plays the teacher in this is also in mommy. They're both great. Uh, but this movie, I think specifically, uh, hits the like mother teenager relationship really well in its sort of depiction of like y'all maybe like revealing more about myself than I should and like the relatability of like being a teenager and like thinking you're doing something like when he makes like he cleans the house and makes the dinner and like does all the stuff and then there's just like the one thing that sets you off like as a moody teenager and then like it's a you know huge blow up argument that I think also uh, it reminded me of um, another movie that is like after it but uh it reminded me a bit of ladybird and like how their relationship uh between ladybird and um laurie metcalf's character but i uh, agree with like most of what andy said about andor Vall specifically uh, and that she plays this mother character so well to delon's moody teenager would you believe that it also reminded me a lot of Lady Bird? Uh, yeah, Shocker. 100% I would. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think Andy should probably present Best Director. Yeah, let's do it. So here uh, is is the winner of Best Director with the director Ho Tsun Yen. Um, the, he, uh, 
so this the the thing about this movie is like it's really um it's it's fairly straightforward but there's like a level that i think you sort of have to enter into in order to like see how straightforward it is and i think uh he really balances that uh, in a in a really interesting way, you you see a lot of different styles within the movie, right? You see, there's like a lot of dead on shots of people. There's there's the the very he captures the very like sort of static and not particularly interestingly filmed, um, uh, you know, video cure uh, segments very well. Um, he the way that he like does all these insert shots of 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 documents with writing on them, I think is just really uh, uh, interesting and and compelling. Um, yeah, I you know he and, and and he tells sort of this story of like you know what what is it like to to try to um, to get better and and what and how do you sort of own like your past and how do you. Um, and how do you make, like, and how do you live with what you've done, uh, even, uh, and, and try to get better and go forward. Um, and I think he has a lot of interesting things to, to, to think about in regards to the role of, like, role-playing and, 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 um, and acting things out again. You know, it, it, it hit a lot of my buttons because it sort of reminded me a lot of, like, stuff that I, uh, examined in, in, when I w was in college. You know, I, learning about, um, Theater of the Oppressed Augusto Ball's sort of um, method of, of, of using theatrical things for for social change, um, drama therapy, that sort of stuff is like interesting to me, and I, and I have a little bit of a familiarity with 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 some of it, and so just tapping into that uh, while also sort of capturing uh, these um, these these characters who are um, who are who are who definitely feel like they need help to to, to move forward. Um, I thought was just a, a really, really uh, entertaining and interesting and thought-provoking movie, and it's only 86 minutes long, and I really recommend it. It's on Canopy if you want to watch it. Uh, do you uh, are you into the Joshua Oppenheimer movies, Andy? Uh, I have only seen um, the first one, The Act of Killing. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. I probably should revisit it, and I would like to see the look of silence. There's that that those. I mean, those movies are are tougher <laughs> for a, a very obvious yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I do see that that connection that you're drawing there, and I and I think it's a valid one. Next, yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, should I, should I, yeah, yeah. Give, I give so. to an Emilio. Okay, so the Grand Prix goes to Lynn Shelton's Hump Day, which is like Andy talked about how here reminds him of stuff he studied in college, or Hump Day reminds me of stuff I accidentally studied in college, which is that guys are real dumb and it's really funny to watch them be real stupid. <laughs> um, I think it's a very compelling movie. It's just like kind of about the male ego, but also about like the limits of friendship and what is required within it and what's too much to ask i think that it's it reminds me of other movies that i like like point break weirdly which i understand is sort of an insane comparison but it's just like movies about guys that just like are sort of in love with each other in a way that makes them go crazy but it ends up being sort of self-destructive to both of them though humday has a, a little bit of a more 
cathartic and positively emotional reaction. I just find it compelling. I find it very funny. All the conversations they have that that are clearly like improv, but they never. It's I think a movie that's edited edited well enough, so it never feels like over long and weird. I find both lead performances compelling by both Duplass and Joshua Leonard. I even for a movie that's about how like so guy centric and about how guys are dumb. I think that the wife character even though she is like clearly a wife character i don't right now i can't recall the actress's name and any of you could look it up but i think she is also very good and i think it's an important element to add and i feel you can feel lynn shelton's touch and that like she is just a person who is like clearly in the right she thinks they're really dumb but she's not like a completely like just like a complete nag and just like completely annoying she just you can complete you can see like the takes she has and like how she's willing to concede to them a little bit and and feel and not go completely crazy over what's happening but also just like completely reads them for what they are and how dumb they are I there's a lot of there is a scene where Joshua Leonard and Mark Duplass play basketball that I found really funny to see them do especially towards the end when it just devolves into a further conversation about the central drama of the movie which I guess if you don't know it's about a guy a newly a guy who's new to the domestic life played by Mark Duplass who gets a visit from an old friend of his and who is in the art community played by Josh Leonard who during a drunken stupor pitch an idea for a artistic pouring festival where them as two straight white male friends who have been friends for a long time have sex with each other at a pouring just to see what it would be like as an art project and just like the pressures that they put on each other to not back down from it with whether it's Mark Duplass's character being pressured in feeling like he's being pressured into being like a normal domestic person who can't do something crazy and Joshua Leonard as a per, as like a perennial lazy person who needs to finish some sort of artistic project and I guess this is in some ways the easiest thing he can do and I find all of that very funny and compelling. Lynn Shelton was a talent and I'm sorry to have only gone to her work at pat post her passing, but she made a lot of good stuff that I'm very glad to cut catch up with someday. Yeah. Uh Alicia Delmore is the name of the actress you were looking okay. for. Yes. She is also very good in Hump Day. I am mm-hmm. Yep. Alright then. I guess that since I have talked about it the least, I'll go ahead and present the director's Fortnite Palm d'Or to Francis Ford Coppola's Tetro. Yeah. Woo 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 woo. Yeah. Woo woo. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, woo indeed. <laughs> uh I I think that this is a really wonderful movie. It's about, uh, it stars Alden Ehrenreich as a young man who, uh, go, is, his, he works on a cruise ship that breaks down and happens to break down where his 
uh, estranged brother lives. The brother is estranged from his whole family. They are uh, the sons of a uh, a famous composer, and uh, they. It, it's mostly about their relationship. Uh, Amelia mentioned, I think that then the other kind of main performance besides those two is then uh Marie Belverdu as uh Vincent Gala's wife uh who she is also in uh Itumama Tambien is her other big performance uh yeah, there, there's there's a couple other she's in Pan's Labyrinth right yeah which yeah, I haven't I seen yeah, I, like, you guys said that you consider watching every Vincent Gallo movie, and I was like, I should maybe watch more Marie Belverdu. I think she's a great actress. And like, Yeah, she, I can I recommend, uh, the, the other one that I've heard is quite good is Blanca Nieves, which she's also in, which is like a take on Snow White. Uh, uh, un yeah, un a fave, I'm like, very happy to see her in this, she's so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so just like, I think those are three really, really wonderful performances and characters. Um, as the movie goes on, you uncover more about this family kind of through um, Vincent Gala's writing. Uh, his name is his name is Tetro. Uh, that that's the name that he chose for himself after he became estranged from the family. Somewhat ironically, he he loses his his first name is given first name is Angelo, but what he takes is Tetro from his family name, which is Tetracini. Uh, but yeah, he he has uh, some writing that he is working on that, that he had stopped working on, uh, and so as Benny Alnerenreich's character then goes through that, he finds out more about his family, and there's some kind of twists and turns, but I think that mainly it's just a really great, uh, r the relationship between these two characters kind of going up and down, they're, you know, they, I think they both kind of make some mistakes over the course of and before the movie, uh, and then also it just, like, looks... Re it's really and, wonderful black-and-white photography. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. and uh, With some little bits of uh, color, uh, mostly when it's uh, covering the past. But yeah, I mean, this is just... I think it's a really, really wonderful movie. Yeah, Mihai Malamayer Jr. is the cinematographer. Yeah, I mean, it looks wonderful. It's, like, sort of heartening to see, like, this much this late period in his career, Kogla yeah. feels so, like, energetic and fun and experimental and interesting. It's, like, a, like I don't know, if, I don't think either of you have watched this movie, but if the other movie of his that it reminds me the most of is, like, obviously Rumblefish, which is another, like, black and white sort of wandry in the middle movie about brothers trying to explore a complicated relationship between them though that one is less complicated plot wise and just and more like relationship wise but 
it I I just liked it. I didn't expect it to be what it was. I went in mm-hmm. knowing almost nothing about. I knew that it was a movie from Francis Ford Coppola that starred Alden Ehrenreich and Vincent Gallo, and that is all I knew about it. So to be surprised at how much stuff that I'm into, like black and white photography, it its use of like Argentina and Buenos Aires as a, as a setting is wonderful. It's just so good. Man, yeah, and that should be like Tetra. Yeah, that uh, cinematographer that Helen mentioned, I was pretty sure but I had to look it up, is the cinematographer who worked with Paul Thomas Anderson on The Master. Yeah. Another stunner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was uh, going to say similarly, like just in the macro sort of, uh, I'd been recently going through Francis Ford Coppola as uh, a bit of like a neophyte of his movies. I think recently I recommended, or I did my old movie plug for Apocalypse Now, which is like, in the canon and like deservedly so, but also uh, like Cotton Club Encore is incredible. And there's like all these movies of like later period uh, Coppola that people will just consider lesser than, I guess, like even, uh, you know, his Dracula movie is very good. Uh, Tetro is incredible. He's like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, of course Francis Ford Coppola, like, is good at making movies like this guy knows from movie making. And uh, I'm excited to get to like people love uh, youth without youth, which is before this one. And I think there's even some Twix stands out there. So definitely ready to get more FFC. Everybody should again, watch Rumblefish. Rumblefish rules. Tetro is a, I believe it's still on Vudu free with ads if you're looking for a way to be able to watch it easily. Uh, the yes, ad breaks are nice annoying, easy. but, you know, they they get better yeah, as the you go The ad breaks on. are annoying, but I will say it's a decent transfer. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, it's an easy four bucks on, like, your iTunes if you uh, are so inclined. Mm-hmm. Worth paying for, for sure. I yeah. only did the Vudu thing because, obviously, we blind watched it. But uh, trust me, it's worth the four dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. And with that, Can 2009 is done. <laughs> let, let us never speak of it again. Yeah, I'll wait with uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Jesse, plugs. okay. Do we run yep. through every single no, other absolutely not. we gave out? <laughs> no, <laughs> the no, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Let's end this now. No, uh, listen to those episodes. They're decent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're. they're yeah. That's the uh, highest compliment ever paid to our podcast by <laughs> Yeah, uh, some plugs. Um, I'll start with, uh, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, it just came to my attention that the Chattanooga Film Festival is happening virtually this weekend. Uh, it goes... Friday through Monday, uh, so starting, will have already started when this is posted, but it looks like what you can do is, there are some live events, but you can just buy a one-day pass for, uh, $10, and that'll get you, uh, uh, 24 hours of watching whatever live events take place during that. Uh, as well as the 
uh, film, just the the films that are playing in general. Uh, yeah, those are available on demand all weekend. So, and then thirty dollars if you want to do an all access pass. Uh, some interesting movies. One that stuck out to me was uh, Jumbo, directed by Zoe Whittock, I believe, starring Noemi Merlant. I believe we talked about it when we were talking about Sundance. It is the movie where. Noemi, Noemi Merlant falls in love with a tilt-a-whirl. Got kind of mixed reviews, but it, it, it sounds interesting. Uh, I'll probably try and catch that. I don't know exactly when this will come out. At 7 p.m., Alex Winter, uh, Bill of Bill and Ted, is going to be talking about Frank Zappa, who he directed a documentary on. I'll try and tune into that. Might be too late, though. Uh, but yeah, you can find our podcast on Twitter at Can I Kick It? Just the name of the podcast with no spaces. If you add the letters O and D to the end, you can get to our letterbox. Uh, and you can find me on either of those platforms at JP Glick Weber. Weber has two Bs. Um, I'll go next. Uh, Clatchley on everything. C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. Uh, I've recently watched all but two of Cassavetti's Ubra, and, uh, and uh, I will say that Woman Under the Influence is incredible, and Jenna Rollins gives maybe the best performance that anyone ever has, but also Husbands is great if you are into movies about assholes. Emilio? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at I'm Laugh Alone. You can follow me on Letterboxd at I Laugh Alone. That is it. Do you want to plug the Blanky Zine again? Nah, I'm good. I mean, <laughs> okay. I put out the Blanky Zine as my pin tweet in my uh, Twitter profile. Uh, you should read it if you haven't yet. I think it's pretty good. I think People wrote some good stuff, and it's worth checking out. Apart from that, I'm good. Uh, Andy, his, uh, his internet has fallen out. He's chosen to, uh, record his plug separately. That will mm-hmm. go now, if I remember. Uh... My name's Andy Gramuga. You can find me on Twitter and uh, Letterboxd and whatnot at Andy T. Germ, A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M. Uh, for my plug this week, I guess I will plug um, having your downstairs bathroom demolished while you are trying to record a podcast, and my sincere apology to listeners uh, for um, any background noise you may have gotten from that happening on my end. Uh, next up. Yeah. So with that, I'm going to release our audience. Bye-bye. Bye.